25 minutes to 6, just before we get to Simon Hill, a couple of text messages on the idea of India-Pakistan here in Adelaide. Someone said, Premier, get on it. Five days at the Oval with those two fan bases would be incredible. Better than the T20, but on the flip side, Mark Hills said that Robert Craddock in today's paper, India-Pakistan cannot play because the governments won't allow it. Mm. Won't allow test cricket. The okay. last test match between the two was back yeah, in 07. Right. So they were wow. okay for T20 and, mm. and uh, well, World 50 Cups over? and that. World yeah. Cups and that, they'll play each other. Okay. Mm. It's unusual, they, it? They're rostered to it. Yeah, okay. But they, the two countries but will not organise their oh, own... Yeah. Fixture. Well, let's hope that changes. Keep listening out for your cue to call to get along and perhaps be picked up in a hot rod chauffeur style. Listen mm. out for that. And we also have $600 with our mystery moment, all thanks to the Burroughs. Well, so much football going on in the world, but I tell you what, right here at home, we've got uh, massive games with the Matildas killing Sweden. They're going to play Thailand tonight. We've got uh, Channel 10, Simon Hill on the line. G'day, Simon. How are you guys? Great man. Yeah, first of all, mate, the Matildas on Saturday was just stunning. It was such a great game. Uh, hot, you know, obviously the th- three goals in the second half was just putting the game beyond doubt. But what a performance against what is, well, ranked the second best team in the world. Yeah, look, it started to uh, improve a fair bit in, in recent games. Uh, that's three wins on the spin now. Uh, they defeated Denmark and South Africa in the last international window. But I think this is the one that will probably really make people sit up and take notice. Uh, obviously, Tony Gustafsson has had a lot of criticism uh, over the last 12, 18 months, and some of it justified. Yep. Uh, but they put together a very good performance, with the exception, I, I must say, of the opening half an hour when they looked uh, a little bit disjointed. But, you know, once they found their rhythm, then... Uh, Sweden couldn't live with them, which is great. And, you know, they're, they're, they've got to back it up now against Thailand tonight in Gosford, which I'm, I'm sure they will do. Yeah, well, that was probably the thing, though. I could see that the girls really got themselves up for this one. You then play Thailand, I think ranked 46th in the world. You've got to make sure you can carry that discipline through. Yeah, and look, you know, Thailand, with respect to them, are not quite at the same level as uh, Sweden. So you'd imagine that Australia would be able to get the job done tonight in Gosford and uh, it's not just about the result, obviously, but it's about the performance. It's about, you know, finding some solutions to the problems that uh, Tony Gustafsson has had, particularly defensively. Uh, and I thought we, you know, in theory, saw one of those solutions at the weekend with Steph Catley playing as a left-sided central defender. Now, whether he'll, he'll do the same thing again tonight, I'm not sure. It may well be that, you know, we get to see the Polkinghorn, Alana Kennedy, uh, combination restored and Steph back at left back or something different. I don't know what he's thinking. Um, but this is all, you know, building, of course, towards the Women's World mm. Cup next year. And uh, Tony's very fond of, of talking about preparation mode and performance mode. Well, they are in preparation mode, but, you know, that performance next year has, has got to be absolutely bang on, particularly as we're at home. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's encouraging what's happened in, in recent internationals, but They've got to keep it going. Simon, I needed that win as a fan. I think the coach needed it against quality, certainly the team. Yeah. Is it is it fool's gold or you think it's a true reflection on our form? <laughs> it's honestly difficult to know, Rowie. Uh, you know, they, they've, they've been very much up and down over the last 18 yeah. months. And obviously, you know, the long-term target is the Women's World Cup and to do well on home soil. I think the biggest question mark against Tony was, 
you know, prior to the Asian Cup in particular, he, he talked about preparation mode. And you think, OK, and you look back to Ange Postacoglu and he said the same thing with the Socceroos ahead of the, you know, the Asian Cup on home soil in 2015. And they went out and won it. Now, at the Asian Cup, where he had his full squad and he said, OK, we're now in performance mode, and they did not perform, um, went out in the quarterfinals to South mm. Korea. Now, you know, if they were to fail uh, on home soil at the Women's World Cup, that would be a massive disappointment with, with all the build-up. And given the talent at his disposal in this squad, now, I'm not saying that the Matildas, you know, are the best team in the world. I, I don't honestly think that they are. But I think they are, you know, within the the top uh, eight or ten teams that could contend for the World Cup, and that home advantage is is so important. So we're looking to see incremental progress moving towards mm. that uh, World Cup. And look, in fairness, you know, the last three games we've seen that, which is great. Mm. Uh, but they've got to keep it going, and and I still worry about them defensively a little bit. Sweden weren't able to punish them in the opening half an hour uh, in Melbourne last weekend. But better teams, I know Sweden are two in the world, but there are other teams that will punish them. Yep. So I, I still think he's, he's got to get that, that back line right. And he's got to choose which goalkeeper he wants as well. Tegan Micah played at, at the weekend. Uh, Lydia Williams, obviously, is, is her main contender. Jada Wyman might yet emerge. Uh, but there's just those are the question marks for mm. me. Uh, as, as we go into this World Cup. Got Thailand tonight, Central Coast, live on Channel 10. Socceroos are in Qatar. What are your hopes? What are your high hopes? Well, you know, I think it's it's not being uh, overly uh, imaginative to suggest that there is a possibility that they could get to the round of 16. I'm not saying it's a probability, but I think Tunisia in particular are beatable, and they are the second game in Australia's group. Now, the first game is against the world champions, France, who are one of the favourites. Very, very difficult. Uh, but as I've said before, they can be slow starters at major tournaments and you can catch them a bit cold. Uh, if we were to jag a point in that game or maybe in the third game against Denmark, four might be enough to get us through. Now, I know it's easy for me to sit here and say, well, that's four points and, and it's very easy. It's not. We're not the favourites to go through. Uh, in all likelihood, you know, we will come home after the group stage. But I think there's a possibility there. Mm. And, you know, we, we've got some talent in the squad. Aidan Hrustic plays at a very good level in Europe. Aaron Moy, uh, Matthew Ryan, I know he's struggling for club uh, game time at the moment in Denmark. And, of course, we've got this, you know, X-factor called Garan Kual. Who knows what he's going to do on the world stage? So I think there are reasons to be cautiously optimistic whilst remaining resolutely realistic. Simon, uh, Rowie and I had a bit of a discussion the other day. He said Australia will never, ever, ever win a Men's World Cup. In my lifetime. In his lifetime. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm keeping him alive on purpose um, because <laughs> I believe that we will win one one day. I reckon I've got seven World Cups left in me, Simon. Now, right. what's your opinion? <laughs> Come on. You can be the judge, the executioner. Well, okay, now you're probably gonna li- not going to like what I'm going to say here, but until this country recognises how difficult it is to win a World Cup and starts investing an awful lot more in facilities, in coaching, in development, in infrastructure, in stadiums, in the league structure itself, and we get to the point where we have 20 or perhaps 30 professional teams, 
Australia will not only not win a World Cup in your lifetime or my lifetime, but they'll never win one. Hallelujah. And that's just the brutal yeah. reality. That is brutal because, reality. You know, it's, you've got 200 countries, there most of go. whom have football as their national game, and they plough millions into it, and we live off the smell of an oily rag. Mm. Well said. Close the book, Timmy. I'll tell you what. You can live on hope, mate. I, I've been down to Highmarsh recently, said. and because the Women's World Cup is coming, mm. we're starting to invest in our facilities. Yeah. So. Yes. And, and, that's, and, that's the, and, and you can the see the difference on That's the first brick Good. that has been laid for football in goodness knows how many, probably since Highmarsh was redeveloped there you for go. the Sydney Olympics. Now, I know you can say, oh, well, they've built, rebuilt Allianz Stadium in Sydney and the one in Parramatta, but they're not football-specific stadiums. We don't own them, and a lot of clubs still struggle, even for basic things like training yeah. facilities. Our coaching development is miles behind. Our youth development is miles behind. 11 professional clubs, and I know I've said this before, you look at, you look at our Asian competitors, Japan, they've got 57. Yeah. That's the truth. You're in hot demand. Simon, you better answer that. That might be Channel 10. <laughs> my, my dog is coming back from doggy daycare. <laughs> it might be you You with Rowie. That's dangerous. Hey, before we let you go, um, my very favourite Simon Hill, Man City lost to Brentford at home. What's wrong with your mob? Oh, yeah, dear. Thanks for reminding me of that. Um, look, it's, it was one of those games where, you know, they conceded early. Uh, Brentford played very well, actually. Yeah. But uh, City were pushing for a winner and, and Brentford caught us late on. So that's football. You come on every week. Yeah, well, what, what dog you got, Simon? He's a German short-haired pointer and oh. he's very excitable. Oh. Was well, he just a little puppy, is he? <laughs> he's, he's a year old. He's oh. a big dog. Okay. Uh, and he's very boisterous. He doesn't bark a lot, which is good. But, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, He's lively, let's okay. put it that way. How do you stop him digging? My son's dog digs the whole house up. Well, I live in an apartment, so that's the easiest bit. Okay, well, thanks for the veterinarian advice. Simon, well done. All the best. Channel 10, big game tonight. Go the Matildas. Cheers, guys. Have a good week. Great work, Simon Hill. Our guest. Yes, Ten Bold. You can see the action tonight from 7pm, the Matildas and Thailand Central Coast Stadium, the second friendly. It will yeah. be live. And if you need any vet advice, give Simon a call. Well, you can live in hope all you like, Timmy. But he's <laughs> I got smashed, me, didn't I? He did. Mm. And, oh, well. and, he, and he's 100% correct. I'll we call around complete. his house too. Don't worry. If, he's, right. if he's still gone. I'll call around his house as Just well. Learn from yesterday, live for today, hope for tomorrow. The important thing is not to stop questioning. Albert Einstein. Well, that's... See? Boom. Albert's on my side. Boom. That is Beautiful. Sam Brown. Boom. Very deep. The 5AA Sports Show Mystery Moments. It's happening. It's happening. And a good evening to Boom. Sam. $600 <laughs> we have to give away. Thanks to the Borough Hotels. A $17 schnitty. Schnitty. Wow. Monday to Wednesday at oh. the Albion, the Birkenhead Tavern, the Excelsior, the Lighthouse Wharf Hotel. Henry on Twitter had a crack at me last night because apparently I said snitty. Drop the CH, Tim. Uh, schnitty. And it is schnitty. And actually, he's correct. $600, if you know it, A-double-T-3-double-A-double-five. There is one clue, Tim. It is. Hamilton. Go to it. We'd love to give you the money. Mm. Thanks to the Barrow.